This episode of Proper English is brought to you by Living Where People Speak English, words you don't learn in English classes, and a special appearance by Millhouse the Cat. Hello, I'm Dave. And I'm Alison. And in this episode of Proper English, we're talking about what it's like to live in an English-speaking country. How you cope when you're not used to the language. What you miss about home, that sort of thing. I'll tell you what we could do. We could interview someone who's had first-hand experience of living and studying in London. Oh, yeah. Well, I've got the perfect person. Uh-huh. One of my italki students, Carla, from Brazil. Ah. And she's on the line right now. Is she? Hello, Carla. Hello, Are you Carla. there? Hello, guys. Hi, nice to meet you, Carla. <laughs> nice to meet you, too. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. it's. It, do you know... You've been my student now um, for for nearly two years. Can you believe yeah, that? Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. It was uh, July 2018. I was looking through the Skype conversations and I was like, my goodness, <laughs> this is ages. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's so nice. <laughs> that's amazing, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Carla, I wanted to ask you, um, what did you expect? to experience while living in England and what surprised you about living in England if anything mm, to be honest I I don't think I expected uh, anything because uh, I, w- I was trying to be open about you know new experiences yeah, yeah. so uh, and I wanted to be surprised mm-hmm. you know and so when I went there uh, I was positively surprised by what <laughs> I found uh, people were really nice really nice um because uh usually we have these stereotypes that say british people just keep to themselves Mm. and it's hard to make friends with them and it's not i mean they were they were extra nice they were polite and i think actually they have this fear of bothering you so that maybe people will take it you know as oh they just keep to themselves but it's not. They just don't want to bother you. They just don't want to annoy you. But oh. if you need help, they will go out of their way to help you. And that was uh, extremely nice of them. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. Huh. And was that in London? Yes, I was in London for one year. And also, uh, the one thing I expected is that everyone talked <laughs> like um, in the TV show Downtown Abbey. To be honest, right. like posh accents, because that's what usually you know films and TV shows try to sell to us. Mm-hmm. Right, but yeah, it's yeah. not. It, the accent, the accents are diverse, and mm. but it was really nice. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's great because I mean, you know, Londoners won't mind me saying, you know, they haven't got a reputation for being very friendly, even within <laughs> even within the oh, UK. Really? Yeah, no, they don't. Maybe it was just lucky. Yeah, they don't my talk friends, to each other. Oh, I made some so. some friends there. Some Brazilian friends also went there, and they said the same. Uh, they made British friends, and they were all just lovely and supportive. Oh well, that's it. That's, that's so it. Such a good news story. I love that. Yeah. So. I've got another question for you, Carla. Now, how much of an impact did living in the UK uh, have on your language, on learning English? Yeah? How much of an impact? Yeah. Mm, well, when I went there, the first two weeks, I was still a bit afraid. 
I was mm. trying to adapt, especially because here in Brazil, when we learn English, we usually learn the American English. Mm. Yeah. So there's this transition, you know, uh, about the accent and also the words, because some mm. words you you guys write differently, and um, and or even the words are completely different, like sidewalk and yeah. pavement. Ah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, as I made some, uh, I'm not saying mistakes, but yeah, I got some uh, words wrong when I went there. Uh, I remember I was trying to buy zucchinis, I ah, think, right. uh, and the yeah. guy couldn't understand me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I, I come back later. And then I had to go home and look it up on the internet. And then I found it. Uh, and now I don't remember anymore. Courgettes. Courgettes. Yes, exactly. It was something really weird. I mean, yeah. zucchini is weird as well, but it yeah. was like, okay, never heard this one before. <laughs> so I went there and I bought it. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, ironically, it's a French word, courgette. Who knew? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> zucchini Italian. Ah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, I think we did talk about that. Yeah, well, I think we talked ago. about it in yeah. a previous episode, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I was thinking Good. things like sidewalk and pavement, that won't confuse an English person. You know, we watch, we watch a lot of American TV as well. But yeah, it's interesting that zucchini was the, <laughs> was the stumbling block. Yeah, just, yeah, it took me by surprise because I thought, oh, maybe they don't have it here. I mean, maybe. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, hmm, maybe I'm using the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. Ah, but here's an extra question, supplementary question. Did you miss Brazilian food? Ah, oh, no, I did not. Oh, right, as I okay. said, yes, as I said, I was trying to be uh, as open as possible mm -hmm. to this new experience because when, I think when you travel to another country, especially if you're going to if you're going to live there, mm -hmm. you have to be open, you know, and try uh, to experience the culture as much as possible. All right. So no, I was just uh, I ate fish and chips. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have uh, beans on toast. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sadly didn't have it, but I was trying to eat uh, as uh, as much as uh, sorry as much British food as possible right. to see you know uh, to try different flavors and different dishes. Uh, I think the Yorkshire pudding was mm. oh my favorite so far. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dad used to make great Yorkshire puddings. Oh, yeah. oh. they were an event. <laughs> <laughs> And the sweets, you have the sponge cake, mm -hmm. oh, yeah. which is yeah. amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. it's amazing. And the scones. Yeah. So, no, I didn't miss the Brazilian food. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, great stuff. <laughs> so, Carla, what would your advice be or your top tips be to other language learners, particularly people maybe who are thinking about going to the UK or to an English-speaking country? Yeah, who are thinking about studying there, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, basically, don't don't be afraid of making mistakes, because um, I don't think even if you go to another country, uh, if they don't understand you, they will try to help you. They will try to uh, make uh, other questions to see if you you know if they are following you. Mm -hmm. uh, they will try to to help you, you know, uh, as much as possible. Right. They find a way to help you. And making mistakes is also a way of learning. Mm. So, of course, yeah. Uh, yes, I mean, if I make mistakes, for example, during our lessons, and David corrects me, 
great. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed of. It's something new I've learned. So I think, and I think the more you, mistakes you make, the more you learn. Mm-hmm. And ne- next time you're going to talk to, I don't know, maybe a, a f- another foreigner or a friend or even a native speaker, you will feel more confident because you won't make the same mistakes again. And if you do, right. I mean, it's just, just say saying. you're sorry or yeah, so go through yes. it. You know, just go for it. I mean, nobody yes, gets arrested. Learning a second they? language is is difficult. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's only people that don't really speak another language that have no idea how difficult it is. I think everybody else who's tried to learn another language respects your efforts, don't they? Because they know this is not easy. <laughs> oh, mate. You're exactly. not kidding. <laughs> and there's a whole debate about fluency that people think oh, yeah. you needed to get the right accent. Sorry, the get the accent right see i made a mistake and it's yeah, okay it's good, it's good. Uh, <laughs> you have the you have to get the accent right and you have to know all the words and that's not it i think fluency is about communicating being able to communicate and being able to understand and i'm brazilian i'm 28 years old and i don't know all the portuguese words you know and sometimes <laughs> i make grammar mistakes in yeah. portuguese so yeah. it's okay yeah. Absolutely. No, that it's a really good point that actually because we get quite often I will ask my students, do you know everything in your language? Do you know how to construct everything in your own language? And it kind of makes them think, oh, well, actually, <laughs> maybe I don't. You know. Yeah. So it, it's exactly. it, it's really it's a really good perspective, isn't it? It's a good perspective to have. I think. Yes, sometimes I see people learning Portuguese and they are um, talking things about grammar and then I say, okay, I know I should know that. I mean, maybe I learned that at some point, but I don't remember. And they ha- sometimes they have to teach you, lecture you about it. And, and I'm like, oh my God, that's, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, we can hear Millhouse in the background. Yeah, should we just have a pause? While <laughs> we'll just I... have a quick pause while uh, we, we, we attend to Millhouse. Okay. <laughs> I think Millhouse was just a bit jealous that we were talking to someone else and she wasn't invited. Yeah, well, she's all fed and watered now. So, back to the interview with Carla. And it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? Okay, uh, Carla, uh, as you, you probably know, every week uh, we do an idiom of the week and we talk about various different idioms and then talk about the origin and things like that. So, as you're here, I'm going to ask you, what's your favourite English idiom? Right. Um, I don't know if it, it classifies as an idiom, but okay, it's something it. I, I think it's really fancy. It's really nice when I first heard uh, you guys say cheers instead of thank you sometimes. Yes, ah, and yeah. the yeah, first yeah. time I, I heard, it was like, okay, I, I'm not making a toast. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> and and then it took me, you know, uh, uh, a bit of time to okay, maybe it's thank you and also ta, yes. which is ah, was, yeah, yeah. I never learned that in any English course, and that was surprising. Ah, okay. I, it's ta quite southern. No, not necessarily. Say it in the north as well. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I I totally know what you mean, Carla. It's really handy because when we're speaking Portuguese or, you know, attempting to, 
You know, like if you're in a restaurant or something and people keep bringing you things, you feel like, obrigada, obrigada, obrigada. Like sometimes you feel like, is there something else I could be saying? <laughs> like in the UK, you'd say thank you because that's polite. Then you can say thanks. And as you said, you can say cheers. I don't say tar very much, but um, yeah. but you can do. There's those other options, aren't there? Yeah, so, yeah they're, they're, they're sort of little conversational tags, aren't they? The things that you just yeah. put into the conversation uh, maybe as a comma or a a, a little uh, sort of bookend at, at some point in the conversation that that helps it all flow, you know, it keeps it going uh, and it, yeah. it makes it feel more natural, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure if cheers and tar are idioms, but we'll have it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's also tenor and fiver. Yeah. I mean... Probably not idioms, but I heard that a lot when, you know, when you're dealing with money. Oh, I have, do you have a tenner? Do you have a fiver? And it was just like, wow, I never, you know, I think exactly what Ellie said, those words that you never learned in any English course. And then you go there and you always try, okay, is there another way to say that? How do native uh, speakers say that? Yeah. And when they say that to you, you say, yes, I got it. Awesome. You feel proud of yourself. You feel included. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. That's a real, yeah, whoopee moment. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 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 Little victory. Little yeah. victories. Uh, we love them. Oh, Carla, thank you so much yeah. uh, for, for being a guest on Proper English. <laughs> Uh, it's it's been lovely to talk to you, uh, and uh, I hope you're uh, keeping yourself safe uh, in Brazil uh, and looking after yourself. Actually, I'm speaking to you again uh, on Monday, uh, so I'll speak yeah. to you then. <laughs> <laughs> but just the two of you. <laughs> oh, bye, Carla. It's so nice to meet you. Bye. Oh, bye. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Bye. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation with the lovely Carla. And whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not get in touch with us? You can email us at properenglish or one word at sapo.pt or you can ask us questions on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them in your country. And don't forget to tell everyone you know about us. Friends, family, anyone who's studying or learning English. And make sure you like this episode and leave us a nice review and subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app. So until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.